And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 107, coming at you live this Saturday morning, for whatever reason. Uh, as always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since this is your live Saturday call-in show, uh, since if you were able to find us and go live, we got those numbers for you to dial. 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301 that's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301 uh so what is going on with you this week mc did you survive it um i did um some some syrians didn't um i don't know i guess that's what's on the news lately is uh, uh trump flexing his military muscle um, and nobody can stop him because there's some law that says he he can do it I guess sort of I don't know I don't know if there's some law but his his predecessors definitely did as well so if he's taking it from uh well they did it so I can do it point of view well then you well, know then, then he doesn't read his old he, tweets supposedly he can I forget which law authorizes him to do it but he can basically do acts of war for like 30 or 60 days or something. And then after that, then he has to get funding approval from Congress. But never does there ever have to be a declaration of war. So uh, I don't know. It's just it's, it's really bizarre. The whole thing's messed up. I think every other country in the world knows it uh, except for, you know, the U.S., yeah, I mean, not not that we're followers of the Constitution necessarily, but I don't remember reading that anywhere in there. We're like, oh yeah, you can go to war for like two months, and then you got to get approval. Like, right. you know, it, my my memory of reading it, the 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 few times that I well, did it's not, was it's it, not in the Constitution. They're, they made a law after that that doesn't have anything to do with the Constitution. Well, yeah, but fe any federal law supposedly is supposed to be based off some clause in the Constitution yeah, that allows them to do not, things. Nobody reads the Constitution anymore. I understand. It's not even that. part of the equation. You just have to. You just have to get Congress to you know make a new law, and then the Constitution doesn't matter anymore. So that's what they do. They just they just go based on whatever they, you know, whatever new laws they make. But the new law is supposed to be based on some power granted to them in that document. Then, like I said, if you just don't read it, then it doesn't exist. It it doesn't matter. Like it said, Congress, you know, has the authority to declare war. But what if what if you want to bomb somebody and you don't want to declare war? There's nothing in there about that. So so you got to make up another law that says you can you can bomb people without calling it a war. <laughs> so, so we're not at war. So we're, we're so the United States government is not at war. Then they're just. Unilaterally we're just at bombing. bombing. We're at bombing. Okay, just, I got it. Yeah, we're at the bombing phase of almost going to war, but we're not, <laughs> but we're not at war yet. We're we're trying to instigate them into declaring war against us by bombing them. Is that well, that that'll never happen because that I mean, well, unless somebody gives them, I guess, enough firepower to do you know to to possibly win. Um, and that's and that's where Russia comes in, you know. Yeah, Russia like Russia. China. Yeah, so that's that that's like the biggest issue, and I don't know. I like what is this worth? I don't know. It's really weird. Probably worth nothing. Some somebody I mean, somebody made the the comment. They 
because they were trying to find out why did Trump do this? And he said, well, I assume because Trump watched what they were putting on TV and he, he said, well, yeah, if this is true, then I have to do something about it. And then he did something about it. Um, and that's kind that's kind of where I, I think Obama was doing the same thing. He was like, oh, the, the media said that, you know, uh, the Syrian government is killing a whole bunch of innocent people, so we have to do something about it. It doesn't matter if we have to kill a whole bunch of innocent people, too, but uh, you have to do something. You can't just do nothing. That's that's not that's not what I'm here for. I can't just be here and do nothing. Um, so I think that's kind of what Trump did too. Um, you know, and and is it and it happened so quickly that. There was no, there was no follow up in the news. Like, well, I mean, there was people complaining that maybe, maybe it, the, all the facts weren't there, but um, and yeah, and there was no investigation done to figure out the truth or anything like that. So, um, who knows? Maybe, maybe he was just doing it to call the media's bluff. Maybe he knew the media might be lying, and they, and they were, and he did that just to show, like, okay, if you. If you keep making up shit, uh, and if you keep up with the you know, fake news, I'm gonna start acting on the fake information, right? And end the world. So, so it really puts a lot of power in the media's hands again. Like, okay, are we gonna keep going down this road of making fake news, trying to start World War Three, and and World War Three actually happens because Trump because has Trump, to respond to fake news because they're because he's calling their bluff. Like, all right, if you say so, you got one chance to retract. If you say that Syria's uh, using chemical weapons, I'm going to bomb them. You sure you want to report that Syria's uh, using chemical weapons? Last chance. I, I've got my finger on the button now. You sure you want to report that? Yeah. And then, like, so, so no, the no, no, time, false flag. They're just kidding. Yeah, so the next time, maybe the media will be a little bit more careful uh, before they say, you know, okay, you know, it's Russia's fault, Russia, 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 uh, because you don't want Trump to bomb Russia, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. So maybe, may, like I said, I really don't know. Maybe Trump is just really like super genius political maneuvering, or or maybe not. Like there's there's really no way to know. <laughs> like he's like you, you, he's preemptively bombing Syria so that they don't report anything on Russia and he has to bomb them. Like he's keeping right. us well, out of war with Russia what, by bombing Syria. Is it? If if he doesn't respond to the media, then the media is going to keep going down that path of, you know, blaming Russia for everything and raising up the hysteria. You know, until okay, until you know he's he's uh, impeached for not doing something. You know, like it's just crazy world we live in. But <laughs> I hear what I hear what you're saying, and that is. If that's true, that is either really bizarre or like crazy like a fox. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's no there's no way to prove what's actually going on in his head or or prove like what the media's agenda really is, you know? I mean, I know the media doesn't like Trump, but like how far are they willing to go? Are they willing to start a war uh because of their personal feelings towards Trump, you know. <laughs> I guess I 
I guess at this point it's it's going to be wait and see then because yeah. If if he reacts, if if they squawk and he reacts like he did this time, right? And based on what you're saying, which is an interesting theory. I don't want to say that you know like I believe you or the truth or whatever, but it's an interesting right, right. theory. Well, there's nothing there's nothing to believe. All of this is just right. speculation. We're not we're not inside of their heads. <laughs> But it's it's an amazing speculation. Like I never, I I did not even consider that angle, right? Uh, where he's you know, he's he's doing this for the good of the nation. No, no, no. We got to bomb Syria to stop the media from reporting fake news, right? It, but it could be because <laughs> I know. Okay, so so let's I put believe, it this I way. believe you. You you know, you know as well as I do that he, well, even the media says it. Like there's. A war between Trump and the media, and that's what they call it. They call it the you know a war. And so if you look at it that way, then this this my idea could be person you know 100 correct. It could be you know I'm not saying it is, but so it's a it's a war with CNN rather than a war with Russia, and then Syria is right. just is just collateral damage. Yeah, of course. And and so my idea also makes more sense because they didn't really kill that many people i guess um i think six or seven people is what the last number i saw with 50 missiles they they blew up a whole bunch of hardware a whole bunch of uh planes and, and crap um so it was like maybe intentionally you know not causing as many human casualties um but just uh you know uh, a message to to the media like like look you're making me do this. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that is impressive. If you know, that is. Oh man, I I am at a loss for words at how impressed yeah. I am by that theory and if it's true, his ability to like minimize you know casualties just to make a point with you know the the mainstream media. That is. That so, is Dr. So Evil super genius level stuff right there. May, yeah, it is. Maybe, maybe in 10 years I'll write a book and he'll say, like, look, this is what I had to do. This, you know, the media is against me, so I had to do this. So, I don't know. And like, like I said, th- that would put him on, like, another level. So the the other thing is, is some, some more theory for you. Um, I think he has maybe some some leak leakers on on the inside of the the cia and and my my friend said well he you know he, he doesn't need leakers he's, he's the president right but there's obviously conflict within those uh powerful organizations so they they might have to leak to do the right thing you know or to be on trump's side they might have to to leak information to him um and so the one comment that that stood out to me was when uh, Trump accused uh, Britain of, of spying on him. And that's actually like the method that the U.S. would use to spy on anybody inside the U.S. Right. And how did he know that? Did he did he know that because he, he found it on the Internet like I would? Um, did he find out because somebody told him like, hey, look, this is a, this is what they're doing. This is how they do it, um, you know. I got your back. Uh, just uh, you know, be careful or whatever. You know, like right. And that that seems more plausible to me because you know he doesn't use the internet that much, is from what I'm told. Right. He tweets he a lot. Use email. Yeah. He tweet. Yeah. He he tweets a lot. I guess so. Maybe maybe he does do. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm one of the conspiracy theory guys, so that's why I pay attention to these things and and all the information about what they're doing. Um, so so that's why I know. But why would Trump know? Does I mean is Trump actually looking in, into how they was spying on him, and he just made that comment, or or was he kind of sure before he made it? And, and my guess is that he is that somebody told him, yeah, this is what they're doing, this is how they do it. And he was confident enough in that, and that's why he accused uh, Britain of doing it. So that's just this is my theory. So, um, yeah. So it's it seems like whether because people are helping him or or because he's just super smart, you know, one of the two. But he's one step ahead of the media, like every time. Okay. So. I would say it's probably a combination, uh, right? Like super smart people always have someone helping them. Well, yeah, yeah. And there's and, and there's got to be like a, a handful of people, you know, in 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 the deep state that voted for Trump, right? Like you right, can't right, have zero right, right. supporters. Right, and that, that's that's kind of what I'm what I was going for, you know. It's like there, he does have support inside uh, the government, and the media likes to believe that somehow everybody is against Trump. Like they, it's like they convince themselves that he can't possibly have any support. He's an asshole. Like <laughs> they still don't get it. You well, know? That, that's also how they blew the call <laughs> at the election, right? Like they didn't even learn that yeah. from the election. Like what people actually like this guy? Yeah, quite a bit, in fact. Not us, though. Yeah. Not me. And yeah, and and I'm still against the the bombing. I think you know he should figure out a better better way to do it, but. Um, uh, thankfully, um, there hasn't been World War Three yet. Um, so the, I guess what's bringing us closer to that is that Russia uh, ended some of the uh, agreements they had with the U.S. Um, and I, I forget exactly what those agreements were, but you know they made a declaration like, all right, these these agreements are over, and they started moving ships around as a you know, a you know way to get media media attention, saber rattling. Um, well, yeah, that's the that's one of the headlines that I read was that they were moving ships, they were moving naval vessels toward the ship that launched the bombs at Syria. Right, as, as if it was going to be like a confrontation, uh, you know, either you know where where the U.S. would either back down or there would there would be like more missiles launched at each other. Yeah, and so so that's that's my theory anyway. I think most of this is for Trump to get control of the media. And then who the fuck knows what's going to happen after that happens? Well, then, 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 man, then then you have him in control of like all the propaganda, right? Then there's not even a, a dissenting right. opinion, right? That's right. even and then, scary. And then get to the nineteen, yeah, and it, it's it's really super scary. But a lot of it is just because there's too much power centralized uh, in the White House. I mean. You got a guy who can bomb other countries that have no way of hurting the U.S. Um, and it's but that's been happening for a long time, you know. With the but oh, drones are okay, but but Tomahawk missiles are not okay. Like what the? It's such a bizarre world we live in. <laughs> yes. And 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 arming arming ISIS is okay somehow for Obama to do it, but. You know, I'm not trying to make excuses for Trump either. I'm just, I'm just saying that this 
all the all this uh militarism is is way too much i i really wish trump would have stuck with america first we'll deal with syria in like three or four years maybe or not maybe not or not yeah because america first yeah yeah if i feel like it in three or four years i that would have just it would have made so much more sense to me just to say they don't matter uh, but like I said again, then you got the media to fight with. Oh, oh, well, the media says that, 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 that all these kids are dying from Syria's government. And so, I don't know. I don't know if they forced his hand. I don't know if he feels that way. Uh, there's more things that I don't know than I do. Um, but, yeah, I just, I'm just i just hoping that, that it uh, – sometime I, – I would really like to see you know, like a year of peace in my life, just one year at least, say, <laughs> hey, look, this is, this is what we had for you know, a little while. Um, it was pretty cool. And, you know, that's my hope. Well, good luck with that. I mean, as far <laughs> you know, the, the one year of peace is probably going to be like, you know, self-peace or internal peace, right? It's going to be more like, you know, wh- whatever is going on around you, you find a well, way to center yourself and not let it, you know, get so, to you or bring you so down. I'm I'm definitely going towards that line. I'm actually thinking about moving uh, out of the U.S. for that reason, um, it's it's actually I, I quit my job, and that's one of the reasons why I quit is is because of what's happening uh, with the military. So I had a I had a job, a civilian job, where I support the military, and uh, and so that's is this one recent? Of the Not the only reason. Yeah, I, I my last day of work was yesterday. Well, shit! Congratulations, man. It's crazy, huh? But uh, I I know okay um, so I know we talked about it but you you did not indicate <laughs> to me either on air or off that you were like ready to pull the trigger did, and when then we said like happened yeah yeah that, and then and then we happened. said like I'm free Saturday morning I was like huh I thought he has like a twelve hour shift like how did he get the day off but you know I'm not I'm not I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth man if you like if you want to do it Saturday morning let's go for Saturday morning you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> You know, okay, so show notes then. Let's move the show back to the regular scheduled Saturday noon time <laughs> going forward <laughs> until until you find some you know, gainful employment. Is that cool? Right on. They don't they don't have to worry about Tuesday nights and where am I going to be and who's doing what and like just right back to where we were. All right, here you heard it here, folks. First, folks, uh, the, the we're going back to our regular scheduled show time starting next week Saturday. Uh, what's the day going to be next week, Saturday? The 15th or whatever? Tax day! Uh, the, the 15th. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time, 2200 GMT. Uh, so if, you, if you've been dying to listen to it live and call in and you know do that fun stuff, now we're, we, we'll, we'll have that figured out. Um, but, yes, congratulations, MC. I'm so proud oh, of you. Uh, you know, mo- mostly be mostly because you know that's the that's the thing that I run into when talking with um, status friends, number one, but also uh, state employees, right? It's always you know, well, it's a living, and I gotta go, and I you know, I've only got a few years left to retirement, and I just want to get you know, my money, and then and 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 I go like, well, you realize you know who you work for and how that's supported, right? And if you if you have a a moral objection to it, you know, the the right thing to do would be to quit your job and go do something else. And aside from our, you know, former uh, military friends who like, you know, didn't quit the military, but didn't re-up, I guess, uh, when they were getting out. 
Um, you may be the first person in my circle, MC, that actually like you know had the the I'm gonna say balls, had the balls to like up and quit the the state funded ish job um, for more reasons, like a conscientious objector on yeah. a civilian well, level. That's so big. I don't want to. I don't want to bring myself up to that level. Honestly, um, one of one of the reasons. So another reason that I quit is just because I don't need the money anymore. Um, so I yeah, I'm definitely not up to the pedestal that you put me on. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, higher I'm than most about that. And and so it's it's um, a lot. There's a lot of more personal reasons why I quit. Uh, one of them is is just that uh, I was bored, and uh, but a lot of a lot of it too is just I just don't feel comfortable being being there and being being around people that uh, that don't don't respond uh, in any meaningful way at all. Like because I because I'm I talk a lot. I talk here. I talk at work. I'm very I'm very open, honest person. Um, and so when when I'm talking you know, like I normally do, um, in, in my office space. And, and, and I, I say, you know, you know, there's, there's things going on and we're part of it. And, and I get responses like, oh, well, they're, they're paying my paycheck. So it doesn't matter. Like, I yes, don't know. I just, that's, I just that's the like response. Re- I, feel, I feel really alone there. Um, <coughs> I feel like, um, I really, you know, and that and that's one of the things that one of the other guys said at work when when I was frustrated and made a Facebook post. And I said nobody cares, and he said no, everybody cares, and everybody, and that's what he says. Everybody cares, and everybody's just trying really hard because they care so much. And I'm like, no, no, they don't, because if they were trying, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Um, yeah, they'd be quitting their job and go find <laughs> go find something better to do, or nothing if you don't yeah. need the money. So, I mean. And and to play devil's advocate, of course, like you know, a lot of people in the military or work for the military think they're doing the right thing, uh, but that just shows how close-minded they are. Like, I mean, it's it's painfully obvious to me that uh, you know uh, you know the the world as as a whole is actually doing better than it's, than than it ever has as far as. Uh, uh governments killing people and stuff like you know uh there's there's less war and and death from from governments right now than there ever has been but the o- the only one left is is the US that's doing it and and that's what I'm frustrated about you know it's like can't we just do what everybody else is doing and like not invade other countries <laughs> you know <laughs> can't doesn't that sound like a good option well, yes, except for the fact that the, the U.S. has the uh, reputation or stigma as being, you know, like like the movie said, Team America, World Police, right? You know, br- bringing democracy wherever there there isn't. So anytime yeah, there's some sort of it's everybody everybody knows that's fake, and that's then that goes back to my comment of of you know, like if if they were paying attention, if even if they don't do anything else, you know, people. If if the argument is that people are trying, people care, and they're trying, um, then bare minimum, all you have to do is pay attention. 
and if you don't understand that that America bringing democracy places is actually the opposite, you know the the U.S. supporting dictators and such. I mean, we put Saddam in power. I mean, <laughs> this is uh, should be common knowledge. And and no, nobody is trying. Nobody gives a shit. Everybody's just doing what their bosses are telling them to do. Um, and and that's my complaint. Yeah, but again, it's 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 the reputation. Right. Everyone knows it's fake. Right. But then it's like, well, we've got this reputation to live up to. So if 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 Syrians aren't going to stop Syrians from bombing, you know, Syrians, then who's going to stop, you know, the the chemical warfare? Right. Who else? Who else? But the United States is capable. My argument is that people care so little that they're not even willing to look into that to look into to, to to even make an argument about why we should be bombing Syria or not most people just do not care enough at all to even to even argue about it um i believe and, that. that and that's what i'm saying like so and it's and especially inside of the military apparatus oh yeah i mean i had a a, a friend before and I, you know when i was talking to her she has you know like uh, like a cop friend or whatever. And like I said, I've, I've got one cop friend and, you know, I, we don't talk about it. Um, and I, and what I said there is like, it's okay, right? If he thinks he's doing the right thing and it's okay, you know, if he, you know, if he really like believes that, right? And and he doesn't know any better, right? But the, the moment we have a conversation and the facts are pointed out to him, Right. And he refuses to accept the facts or alter his behavior. Right. Then right. he he immediately becomes my enemy because I know he now right. he knows better and is making a conscious choice to do that. Right. So military, and you so, know, military and so, people are willing to give the benefit of the doubt initially until it's pointed out and then they got to make a conscious choice. Yeah. And and I would give like cops a uh, a pass. I know you wouldn't, but I would give a pass to a cop who believes that writing tickets is slowing people down and saving lives. Like if that's what he really believes, I'll, I'll give him a pass. But until it's pointed if, out if, that that's false, well, they they might still believe it though. They might believe they're doing a good thing, right? But here's where here's where my test comes in. So my test is that someone, you know, the the law says someone can't have a plant. And they're like, oh, this person has a plant. And then they go into their house, kill their dog, you know, take their plant away, put them in jail, uh, make them lose their job. You know, like all, all this drama because there's a law that says this person can't have a plant and they have to enforce that law. Um, if if you if if a cop is that dumb uh, that they can't I mean, there, there's no valid reason to to harm somebody uh because they have a plant like there's just not like it's not helping anybody and and so so like the thing with the speeding ticket that you know they might really believe that that they're trying to save lives and slow people down and you know make people more aware of the environment they're in you know cars are dangerous uh objects you know i i can understand that you know i don't really agree with the whole fine and having to go to court and all that shit but uh but at least I can understand it. But the thing with the plant is like it's it blows my mind that that we we, we should even have to worry about uh, cops breaking into people's houses. I mean, 
it's just it's totally not acceptable see and and from my perspective right i don't i don't differentiate between the two right because yeah, you're, I, you're a lot more extreme than most people and a yes. lot more extreme than me so I, like i said i understand your position i totally do but uh i i i, I take it a little bit more right. relaxed i guess and just like like okay if i mean if if you believe you're doing good you're you're trying to you know help people i i'm i'm kind of like more okay with that even though you're still an idiot uh, but like i said i i probably wouldn't shoot a cop for uh for pulling me over giving me a speeding ticket um but breaking into my house like totally like if if i had a gun <laughs> i don't but right. breaking into my house and stealing a plant like no you you're just too stupid to be alive that's just that's <laughs> right <laughs> this is this is Fair. the way i think <laughs> right i and and i'm not going to disagree i'm not going to disagree with you but i'm just my my point is that it just it turns it into like a matter of degrees Right. One, oh, the yeah, cop, totally, the cop is totally. too stupid to realize the plant isn't dangerous. But the the cop handing out speeding tickets is also too stupid to realize that driving fast is not yeah. inherently dangerous. Right. But but the uh, and no the, crime uh, has necessarily the, been is, committed. There is a difference in degrees, and 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 invading somebody's house is is like you know punishable by death. In, in right. my opinion. No, I'm I'm and, I'm and, with you. And, I'm with you on that. And pulling somebody over to tell them that they're going too fast and and give them a piece of paper, uh, it is not really punishable by death. That's you know <laughs> that's so that's the degrees. I mean, I'm not saying either one is right or you know more okay. right than the other, but th- there's always degrees in, in my mind. Right, and so I I would I would say that both of those actions, breaking into your house and pulling you over, right, are acts of aggression. Uh, mm-hmm. And if if we apply right the 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 non-aggression principle uh, to to these acts of aggression, right the the defensive force uh, should only be used in proportion to the aggressive force. Am I, am I making that clear? Sure. Right. So like if, if sure. he pulls if he pulls you over, right, it is an act of aggression, and you can do whatever you need to do to compel you know to compel him to leave you alone. Uh, right. But it, it's it's likely not going to you know it's not likely not going to be a death sentence like you said right like for me I you know I've been pulled over enough and I haven't shot at any cops uh, yet uh, but it's mostly because I there's there's no reason to escalate the violence right it's I I accept the inconvenience and then they don't get any money out of me right they get nothing else right they 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 get ten minutes of my time and that's all they get right. Then they, they, you know, so there's no reason for, but like you said, if they break into your house, you know, that's, that's clearly worthy of defending your domicile. Um, so yeah, so I, I accept that as far as degrees, but when you're talking about, you know, I'm okay with the cop pulling people over because he does, you know, because he thinks he's doing the right thing, but I'm not okay with the cop breaking in houses because he thinks he's doing the right thing. I go, well, well, they both think they're doing the right thing. They're both clearly mistaken. Right, I'm not okay with either. But the the force but used against it. Here's here's the thing though. There is a difference because when a cop breaks into your house to steal a plant, he doesn't care if it's right or wrong. He's not thinking about that. He's doing it because his boss told him that it's okay and this is what you should be doing. Yeah, but it's the same he's, for the he ticket. Never, he, ne- he he never had the. Th- well, no, there's a difference though because he. A cop, I can understand where a cop is coming from if he thinks that people driving too fast is dangerous. 
I can well, understand that. And that's but, why I'm saying it's a matter that of degrees. Into somebody's, the, the, person, the person that breaks into somebody's house isn't thinking whether it's right or wrong. He's n- never had that thought. It, I mean, it, because it's, it's obviously wrong. Like somebody's house is, it's there. It's like that's, it's. Well, and that's why it's a matter of degrees. Because you know, pri- pulling pri- people over is d- obviously wrong nobody, too. It's. That's what but I'm it's not. At. It's not obvious. It's it's obvious to us because we're anarchists. But to right. the average person, like that's just normal. Like y- you expect, right. like if I speed, somebody's gonna pull me over, and that's just that's just the motions you go through. Well, yeah, and to the average um, person, they go, "Well, if I've got drugs in the house and I ever get raided, well, they're gonna and they find out they're gonna break into my house." Like that's you know, they, people know the consequences. It's not about the consequences. It's just you know, it, you're, you're empathetic towards the 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 plant issue because it's a bigger issue for you than the speeding ticket right you're like well this is in my opinion right this is clearly a bad thing this you know and everyone should know better well but yeah whereas the cop the cop thinks he's you know the cop thinks he's taking a drug dealer off the street and is protecting the children of the neighborhood right like you know that's that's the justification they tell themselves that's the justification they tell the media Right, that's how they go home and sleep better at night. We got another criminal off the street. You know, now this neighborhood is like one person safer, and we're going. Well, that's stupid because all he had was a plant or powder or whatever it happens to be. So my, 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 I'm saying the mentality is the same, whether or not they're consciously aware of what they're doing or whether they're just following orders. Right? I don't think any. I don't think a cop would choose to go out and write tickets, right? If they weren't ordered to do so. Right, like, oh, what are you going to do today? I'm one, and I guess someone breaking the houses then, right? But I think the most people would look at that and go, like, well, the only reason I'm out here handing out tickets because the boss said so, right? Who looks forward to doing that? You're like, if they if they if they didn't have a job as a police force, would they are they like dreaming at night? Their dream job is like, oh man, I can't wait to just sit on the side of the highway, and when someone goes by too fast, I'm going to chase them down, right? Woohoo, right? I don't think that's a dream job, you know, for anybody. Some some do though. I mean, some really believe they're doing the world a, a, a good favor by trying to slow people down. Um, and I'm I'm not saying that cop necessarily is pulling everybody over for going six miles over the limit, but they're they're looking for reckless drivers, and 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 which is a different down, offense. So. Yeah, but speeding is usually the one that they write people up for because it's it's just the easiest one to to prove and and uh and it's common so that's that's what they do <laughs> but it's also not the crime right if someone is if someone is driving recklessly and spe- if you if you're the only car on the on the highway and you're you know speeding down the highway that is not reckless mm-hmm. if you are weaving in and out of traffic at high speeds right mm-hmm. i could see a case where that could be you know seen as dangerous uh as a danger or a threat uh, of danger to those around you. And I think that those individuals should be able to, you know, remedy that for their own safety, right? But driving fast past someone is not reckless either. And right. I think part of that is, you know, the the way people drive uh and and you know, I I call it like the the proper way to drive and then the driving like an asshole. Right? right. If you, if you drive proper, you're never going to be in danger of, of a reckless driver or a speeding driver because you, you yield the right of way to everybody else going faster than you. 
reckless drivers and speeding drivers who you know weave in and out of traffic are I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say forced or coerced or you know goaded into doing that uh, because people are all over the road failing to yield the right of way. And so I go like, well, if you're not going to yield the right of way, right, then I'm going to have to weave, you know, and if, if, <laughs> and if you think that's dangerous, you know, do the right thing first and yield the right of way. And then I don't have to weave and we can all just go about our business. <laughs> right on. Right. My, my sister, you know, my, my stepdad doesn't like riding with my sister because my sister uh, drives fast, but she also like drives close. Right. She's she's like, you know, the the the, the tailgate extraordinaire. Um, but she's never been in a wreck because she knows how to drive. Um, and I go, well, I don't have a problem with it. You know, until you wreck, you know, un- until you until you actually hit somebody, I really don't care how close to the car in front of you we are. Right. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, one foot, two foot, ten foot, you know, blue foot doesn't matter to me. Um, until you wreck and then you're responsible. So as long as you're not, you know, as long as you don't wreck, no problem. Um, but at the same time, if she's creeping up on somebody who's like, you know, driving slow, right. Driving really slow in the ultra fast lane and they're not yielding the right of way in the passing lane. Right. I go, well, fuck, tailgate them all you want. Right. That's, you know, I've, I've, I will do you one better, right? You know, I, I think I told you this before. I'm saying I used to drive around with like, you know, a black face mask on and I had move over written backwards across my mirror. So if I ever caught you on, you know, on the highway and you looked in your rear view mirror, you saw a big sign, big red sign that said move over, right? And I put it on backwards. So when you look in your mirror, it's the right way. I got it from like, uh, I stole the idea from leftlanedrivers.com or something to that effect. <laughs> and they actually make stickers. Um, but I put a, and I had a black face mask on, like my, you could not see who I was, you know, black sunglasses, black face mask, black do rag, you know, on your ass because you're in the wrong lane. Right. And all you got to do is move, just move. You move. I keep going, you know, there's no weaving, there's no recklessness. There's just, you know, you going slow and me going fast. Uh, and the same with my sister, right? Just like, she goes fast, you go slow, just get out of the way. I'm not going to, you know, and if I'm in the, if I'm in the driving lane uh, and there's a passing lane available, I'm not going to tell you, right? I'm just going to, I'm going to take the passing lane and go around. But if you're in the passing lane going slow, like you should be in the driving lane, you got to move over. Uh, otherwise I got to weave. And if I got to weave, well then, you know, we're going to have issues because I'm going to weave really, really close to your car as to serve as a reminder, you know, that if you're ever doing that again with somebody else, you might know better the next time. Even coming, um, you know, where I, where I live, there's a, depending on the way I get home, there's a, like a one lane road. Um, and the speed limit varies on the one lane road. And I don't really care, you know, what the speed limit happens to be or how fast people happen to be going. But if you're going like 10 miles slower than the speed limit, uh, get off the road. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's places to pull <laughs> just, over. Just get out and walk. No. <laughs> no. There, there's 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 places to pull over. There's like shoulders you can right. get into, and you right, just right. you yield the right of way to people who actually are going places. Right? It's right. not like oh the speed limit's forty five. We're just gonna like cruise at thirty and hold everybody up. No, you just pull over. You yield. You know there was when I when I first got my moped. Right? I there was a, a restriction on how fast I could go and you know how hot the temperature could be, and I had to like you know pull over and let it cool down. But I never held up traffic. 
right? If I, if I had to go slower than the speed limit and I saw someone coming, I moved off the road. I stopped. I let as many cars as you know, was behind me go by. And then I got back on the road or I got into like the shoulder area and I slowed down enough where they could pass. And then I got back on the road, right? I, it's, it's a level of courteousness, uh, that prevents, uh, criminality from forming, I guess, because if you're just, if you're courteous with everybody, you know, then there's no, there's no reason to act criminal. And so as fast as you're going, there's no reason to get pulled over, uh, for some nonsense speeding ticket or from nonsense, reckless driving ticket, unless you're actually causing harm, uh, you know, in, in the process, just like, you know, breaking into the house, like to, to tie this back in, right. The, the breaking in the house, you're obviously causing harm, you know, you're, you're causing harm to the person whose house it is, but the person whose house it is didn't harm anybody yet. Right. Even if they sold it, it's a voluntary transaction. Even if they're using it, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, so you, there's there's no reason for me to let anybody off the hook where they go like, no, I can totally see where you're coming from. Like, you know, people are going fast and you got to slow them down. Right. Oh, I can totally see where you're coming from. You know, people are selling drugs and, you know, we got to protect the children. Right. It's like, no, the, the, no, the, the, no victim, no crime, you know, period, end of story, in my opinion. Uh, and like I said, I'll be simple. I'll be sympathetic with the cop who doesn't know better. Uh, but once we have a conversation about it and, you know, he's ignoring the facts, well, then, you know, the, then he gets put on, you know, the, the enemy list. He just there's there's I'm not going to spend my time trying to get through to him um, if he's not willing to, you know, if, he, if he's not willing to listen to facts and accept the facts the way they're presented. Right. You know, I, I have a buddy who's like, you know, apparently in a Facebook argument with some flat earthers. And he can't figure out how anyone could believe such nonsense. I go, well, <laughs> you know, either they either they really believe it, right, or you know, there's there's an old axiom or quote or whatever. It says, you know, the the hardest person, <laughs> the hardest person to wake up is the person pretending to be asleep, right? <laughs> if they if they know better and they just refuse to accept it, then there's no getting through to them, right? You know, I, the, the flatter. Just just so I could break in here a minute, though. <laughs> I, I saw uh, a neat meme about the flat earthers, and and it was a it was a picture of the moon with a a, a, a line shadow on it, and it said, uh, you know, full full eclipse, you know, <laughs> so there's a little sliver of a, a because shadow of the on flat the moon. Earth. Yeah, yeah, because the Earth is flat. <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it was that was funny. And even even that, like, how is that even a thing, right? And I go, well, it's probably not a thing. It's like one big troll, you know, uh, operation. There can't still be people. I refuse to believe that there are still people out there that believe the Earth is flat, right? And I go, like, well, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my time. I'll go, like, well, you know, clearly you're wrong. Here's the reasons you're wrong. And then if yeah. you refuse to accept those facts, right, then there's no getting through to you. And then you know that's that's the end of it. Like the the only difference with the flat earthers is they they don't bother me, right? They're not they're not trying to pass <laughs> right. policy or affect me in any way. Well, hope, hopefully not. Hopefully, well, <laughs> not yet anyway. And, until they until they you know start their own political party or or take over the Democrats or whatever. But you, you get what I'm saying, right? The, it's it's the ones it's the ones who refuse to believe the facts, right? Or they know the facts and they refuse to accept them that are are the biggest danger. Um, because you will never convince them otherwise, and they will continue to behave in a manner in accordance with uh, their their opinions uh, as opposed to the facts and their feelings as opposed to what's right. 
and they're the ones that will break into houses and give people tickets and do all that nonsense that cops do uh, rather than you know what we what we would accept them doing if it were privately run uh, and privately paid for and that's you know protect people and solve crimes anything else at this moment there at this moment there's somebody sending a signal uh by keeping the price of Monero at seventeen seventy six uh, versus Bitcoin, point oh one seven seven six of the Bitcoin for for Monero, um, sending a signal like happened? the year seventeen seventy six, like the significance yeah. of that. Yeah. And the significant, I hear but, you. <laughs> but uh, go on. That's the beginning. That's the beginning of the U.S. nationhood. So I don't know. I guess it's the beginning of something. Uh, Monero is, but I don't know. It's not a good. So we're expecting something big from Monero, like a declaration no, no, of independence no. from all other currencies. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's just a symbol, kind of like a bat symbol or something. But um, yeah, maybe maybe they should, they should pick a a different number to another another popular number for them to stop the trading price at is uh, I think is leet L E E or or one three three one three three seven. What is the seven three three seven? Yeah, yeah. But it's been hovering at seventeen seventy six for a little while now. I I watch the price of Monero because that's what is allowing me to. Uh, temporarily stop working. Nice. Um, and maybe, maybe leave the U.S. I don't know. I haven't decided. Paraguay. Um, I'm thinking Thailand. Well, one because my girlfriend's from there. Yeah. And and two because uh, there's another guy who said that's a relatively safe place if there is instability in in world politics. Um, I forget his name. He's a big gold gold bug. Peter um, Schiff? No, Peter's not in in Thailand. Oh, he's in Thailand, or yeah, this this particular character is hmm. super rich, has a whole bunch of gold in Thailand. Okay, Jeff Gogolsky or whatever. Mike no, Gogolsky. It's 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 a real simple name. Um, I just I can I can picture his face. I just cannot. Right. <laughs> well, we won't do that on air then. <laughs> yep. If it comes to you, it comes to you. Um, right. I guess the only other thing that I had this week was, you know, more more discussions with like, you know, lefty uh, coworkers. Um, and you know, like, just, it, I forget how it came up. If something came up with Trump. Like, oh, do you like Trump? Like, nah, not really. But you goddamn lefties, you know, you you make me. <laughs> They make me defend Trump every time, every chance they get, and I don't like right. doing it, but I have to. Right. Uh, and and so it's like, well, I, I typically you know lean toward the left, and this is this is the lefty mentality, right? So we got into discussion. I said, well, anytime you know you remove a government restriction or a regulation, right? I look at that as a good thing, regardless of who's doing it, right? So and she's like, well, what about the environment? You know, she's she's you know because the the. Uh, I guess Trump lifted some EPA rules or something on businesses from polluting. Right. And she literally said, 
Trump wants companies to pollute. Like I go, I, I don't think, I don't think that's the message that we're trying to get across here. Right. She's like, no, he's literally saying go out and pollute. That's what we want. I'm like, no one's foolish enough. No one's foolish enough to say that. Right. Like no one, there's no one that believes that pollution is a good thing. Right. There's, <laughs> Are, are we on the same page here, MZ? Do you know who goes like, right, oh, yeah, right. fucking smog in the air, that's what we need. You know, like poison drinking water, that's what we need. You know, I don't think anyone's dumb enough uh, to, to say, to, to believe those sorts of things. Um, but her, her, her lefty position um, was, was that, no, no, that's exactly what Trump was saying. You know, he's he's like, you know, go, go pollute as much as you want. Uh, you know, just bring the jobs. And I go, well, I don't man you're giving me a headache he's not right he's not saying go pollute he's saying you know he values you know the, the you know company's ability to create jobs um and if you're going to remove governmental restrictions that allow them to create jobs that seems to be a positive to me right but he's not saying go out there and pollute and she's like well who's going to control the pollution and who's going to who's going to who's going to like who's going to be responsible i go well obviously you know the companies will be responsible if they pollute. Right? Well, who's going to clean it up? Who's going if they pollute? Who's going to clean them up? Obviously, you know, <laughs> the companies will be responsible, right? And, and you know, you see where I'm going, MC. Um, I don't have to get into the whole discussion, but you see where I'm going. Where there, there's this, there's this, you know, mentality from the left that there, there has to be the overarching power of the state. Uh, to restrict the liberties and freedoms of not only companies, but of individuals from doing certain things with their property, right? I go, well, if they pollute, I go, well, you get, then you got to ask, like, whose land is it? Whose land are they polluting? Well, that's everybody's. No, it's not everybody's. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the system of private property that we have in place restricts, uh, you know, everything from being everybody's. So if they're polluting their land, then, they, then shut up, right? If they're polluting someone else's land, well, then that someone else would have a claim, you know, in, in, in today's modern system, right? That claim would go through the modern court system, but it doesn't have to, in a, you know, in a, in a free society, it'd be some other way to, to, uh, to, to hold the, the party responsible for the damage that they're causing. Um, and it's just like, well, you know, if, if, if they, if they pollute, then they don't clean it up, then we Right then, there's another big fucking lefty thing right there, a status thing right there is the big we. Then we got to pay for it. And I have to make clear to multiple times, I'm like, I don't, I, you may have to. I don't, I'm not part of your we. Right. I don't have to pay for anything that I didn't cause. Right. I, I didn't cause the damage. I'm not paying for the damage. Oh, yeah, but it comes out in taxes. I'm like, well, still a you problem then. Right. Because I don't give them as, I give them as little as possible. Uh, and I keep as much as I can for myself. So if you're worried, if you're worried about having to pay for some company's pollution because they take it out of your tax dollars, how about you just join me, uh, you know, and, and, and not pay them. Right. And, uh, unfortunately that's when we have to like, you know, get back to work. Um, but any, any, any thoughts or, or better ways to handle that or your experience with your, uh, past coworkers, MC in, in dealing with the, the nuttiness uh, of the leftist position where their, their, I guess their mentality is so exaggerated, uh, that we got to dig like three, four levels deep, uh, before getting to any like coherent thought. Um, I guess I was lucky. Most of my coworkers 
didn't really care that much to even argue. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any, any advice for dealing with that, I guess, right at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a difficult situation when, uh, people don't understand even what private property is or how it could be beneficial. Um, so the government is actually the biggest polluter right now and they are in charge. They, they put themselves in charge of pollution so that, so that they could control how much pollution happens, not, not stop pollution, but they control how much and where it happens. Um, and so they are able to be bought off and they they are able to allow corporations to pollute, uh, maybe even other people's private property because they have a law that says, oh, you can pollute this much. And so then they do. Um, so the regulations are not always to prevent pollution, but to allow uh, a certain amount of pollution. So um, by reducing regulations, like you said, um, hopefully that doesn't mean that if, if they pollute somebody's private property, then all, everything's accepted um if if you damage somebody's property then you should have to pay for it um that's another thing that she that she didn't understand either i said like the law doesn't prevent pollution right it's not like a you can't pollute right it was it's a you can pollute this amount legally and then anything beyond that and then companies will like you know trade pollution credits you know for for payment right and they're buying the rights to pollute and then her response, if you want to address this, MC, was, no, 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 it, that's just the way it is now. Um, but each year the law gets, you know, progressively worse where they, they have to pollute less and less until all, until at some point in the future there's no pollution at all. And that's that's the goal. Yeah. But that that's not even true either because even if you stop pollution 100% in the U.S., uh, what happens is it moves overseas, it moves to China. And that's that's what happened uh, a great deal amount, um, and that's why everything's made in China, just because uh, they they're able to use their their property, um, and so so you're not really. But you wouldn't want to breathe Chinese problems. air, though, MC. Would you? You wouldn't want to breathe that air in China. True, but the the government in China uh, is more corrupt than ours, I guess. Um, so. They're, they're allowed to pollute each other's property uh, with no uh, what, with what impunity. <laughs> yeah, with impunity. With no repercussions. No, no repercussions, and and so and that's that's the problem in China is, is there's no repercussions for for polluting other people's property, and there's uh, a lot of times there there is no property rights. So. Um, yeah, it's that's that's the problem in China, and that's and that's why they're able to to uh, get away with pollution so much. Um, so, you know, private property is is should be the focus, and it should be what allows uh, pollution to stay in check. And I think in in India, I think that that has been the the biggest uh, uh, solution uh, to pollution issues. And safety issues, uh, food issues, is private property, and so that's 
hopefully that trend continues. So there there is another I, I like when people bring up the fact that there's there's more people on the planet than that have ever ever been on the planet. And at the same time, there's 1.3 billion people that uh, l less uh, that are that are not in uh, extreme poverty poverty anymore. So we we have more people out of extreme pro poverty at the same time. There's more people. Um, so that's a trend that I think should continue. Um, and a lot of that is due to uh, access to the free market. So access to technology. Uh, we we brought up phones before. Uh, access to uh, to private property rights. So um, this is this is where I get a little bit confused with being an anarchist um, because there has to be a system in place to um, recognize uh, property and you know where you draw your property lines or whatever. Um, well, so, so let me let me just say then where because I. I, I think I'm, I, I get I get what you're saying where you say that there has to be a system in place, and I say that uh, property is defined one of two ways, right? Uh, other people's uh, respect for what you claim to be yours, or your ability to defend against their encroachment, right? That's the system, right? If if you right. have if so, you have so if you put up your border but, fence, go ahead. So so in India. Uh, in the past, because people didn't have access to even understanding of the laws, um, that they weren't able to uh, get anybody else to respect their their property. So now that they have access to the technology and access to lawyers and uh, access to, you know, uh, the having a way to describe their their property i mean they, they have gps coordinates now they have uh um ways to print out the, you know the map of where their property is and and take it to somebody and say this this is mine and i demand that you know everybody recognize it and so then they you know having i'm not saying whether it's 100 percent necessary or not but they have access to the government and and that in their local areas you know, whether yeah. or not it's state government or you know national government or whatever, but they're able to convince everybody else. Okay, yeah, this is the area. It's clearly defined. Yeah. You know, between this between this stream and this tree is is mine, and I farm it, and and and, yeah. and now everybody agrees, and so that that is helping them. Right, um, and I would say, absent the government, absent the state, you would have you know some sort of property registrar, or mm -hmm. you know multiple property registrars, right, where you could say like. Hey, I'm claiming this to be mine. You know, do you recognize any other ownership of it? You know, if so, let's, you know, it's, I'm, it's now in dispute uh, and it needs to be resolved. Or if it's not in dispute, then, you know, recognize my claim to it. Um, and then they can work, you know, in interchangeably with each other uh, if there's more than one registrar to, to determine, you know, whose property is whose. But there's no there's no state apparatus enforcing it, saying like, no, 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 you can't have it, or you know, because you have it, you must pay us uh, a certain tribute every every uh, every year to have it. Um, 
but even even with that, right? If if you're gonna if you're they're gonna recognize it, you have to be able to defend it. I mean, that's if they don't reckon if they go like, no, 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 uh, that's not yours, and we're not gonna recognize your claim to it. Well, then anyone who encroaches, you know, like I I told my uh, I told my buddy this before when we used to argue with uh, ANCOMs uh, quite a bit is like, you know, I will build a wall out of all the skeletons uh, of the <laughs> ANCOMs who attempted to encroach on my property. Right, as a reminder to any future encroachment of what your fate will be, uh, should you t- attempt to take what is mine, right? You know, it's the it's the 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 skulls on pikes mentality, uh, where it's like, well, no, I don't want, I, I do not want to mess with this guy because it is not worth it uh, to you know to to do battle, right? I, hey man, that that farmhouse is yours, and I'll just I'll just I'll find another way to uh, I'll find another yeah. way through. So the, the situation in India was was a little bit different. Um, th- these people never had property rights, and they they didn't know even that they that was a possibility. Yeah. And the government basically never had any pushback, and so they they just assumed uh, that they could do whatever they want whenever they want, and a lot of times they did. So um, this this way, it's giving the the, the people uh, a voice. With within the government system, and they're able to, uh, you know, make make known to the authorities like that this is this is theirs, and so they uh, the, the the government actually, you know, the the police or whatever, whenever they w- would break the law and try to take something from somebody, uh, now they can't anymore because it's in their government books that that it's theirs. Okay. So, it's kind of like using their system against them, but uh, previously it's just because the people didn't have access to the government, and now and now because of technology and because of uh, you know education increasing and uh, yeah, I mean you, you can't you basically you can't use the law if you don't know it, right? And it's the same thing in, in the U.S. Like if you don't if you don't know your rights, you basically don't have any rights because. <laughs> you know they're gonna walk all yeah. over you, but I would um, I would hope for the Indians at least at some point they go like, well, we're just using their system against them, right? And then once they can throw their you know governmental yoke off and still respect each other's private property rights, uh, more power to them. Right. And yeah, hope and hopefully uh, the government doesn't uh, decide. Well, we can't take their their cattle anymore because it's on their land um but we can always raise taxes <laughs> yeah same thing happen, but. all right anything else no that was fun thanks a lot all right we did not get into any headlines this week uh but that'll do it for us uh thank you very much for listening you guys know where to find us uh anarchisticexperience.com is where we broadcast the live show uh saturdays at noon hawaii standard time 2200 gmt uh, for the foreseeable future, uh, un- until MC gets a job again. Uh, otherwise, uh, facebook.com slash anarchist experience, or join the group and participate in the discussion, post some show prep for us if you want us to talk about certain things, facebook.com slash groups slash anarchist experience. Uh, and since I've been accused of being just another anarchist begging for money, uh, we take voluntary donations through Patreon, and you, you can do that if you want to. Uh, otherwise, we'll just keep doing the show for free. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Anarchist Experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. <laughs>